And we are still focusing on the theme. That is a glorious church to possess the nations. But then our main focus was uh, show us your glory. Hallelujah. Last week, we read a passage in Exodus chapter 33, verse 18, where it says that, and he beseeched God, that God show us your glory. We define the glory of God, and we got to know that the glory of God that he spoke about is not just a feeling, but it's a reality. And to some people, they thought that the glory of God cannot be obtained. But to us, we believe that we can obtain that glory. Because the glory of God is the power of God. It's a demonstration of his power. And to us, we believe that this year, the manifestation of this glory will be active in our lives. And I'm here to tell you that wherever you find yourself, be assured that you carry the glory of God within you. You carry the power of God within you. And this power that is in us will never fail us. We saw that the glory of God can never be separated from God himself. Wherever the glory of God is, then it means that God is there. He's there to show forth his power. He's there to show forth his deliverance. Is there to show forth his transformation. We spoke about the transformation that anything that is not right with us, as Moses met God in the wilderness, God transformed him. He first asked him to put his hand in his armpit, and when he removed it, it became leprosy. It's a state of his heart. It's a state of his own being that is not right. The wickedness and all the lies and all the things that were in him. But after he put it and removed it again, it became a clean hand. And for us to, when we meet, when we have encounter with this glorious God, we need to be transformed. And I believe by now we are all transformed from our old ways and our past attitude. If you have any hatred in you or pain in you and you have carried it to this year, then I want to tell you that you are not yet transformed. If you have any unforgiving spirit within you and you've not left it uh, out of the 31st, then it means that you are still carrying those debris into this year. But I pray that this year you will not have any iota of pain or, or unforgiving spirit within you. These things are things that hinders us from seeing God move in our life. If you are a Christian and you want to see God move in your life, see to it that you deal with this spirit that is called bitterness and unforgiving spirit. Jesus himself in his prayer while he was teaching the people, he told them, he told them that what uh, when you pray, pray that forgive us our sins as we also forgive others. So, I don't see why you can get something from God if you are not prepared to also give. If you are not prepared to forgive, 
Don't expect God to also what? Forgive you your sins. Are you here? Uh-huh. So if your sins are not forgiven, what it means that it becomes a, a, a very thick canopy that prevents the glory of God from reaching you. That is what it is. Unforgiving spirit becomes like a, a barrier that prevents anything good that should come to you. But this year, I pray that if we want to experience the glory of God, then be prepared to forgive and forget. Tell your brother, be prepared to forgive and forget. Don't hold any pain. Always I tell myself, I'm not a, a dustbin. Hello? Tell your brother or sister, you are not a dustbin. To be carrying pain in you, to be carrying people's trouble, people throwing nasty things at you, and you harboring them in you. You are not a dustbin. Hello? You are not a dustbin. Uh, for God's sake, the Bible says that we are the vessel of God. We are a, a vessel made with clay in which what the glory of God reside. So God expects us to possess his glory, but not those things. And if there is somebody here harboring pain within him, unforgiving spirit, I pray that may God deliver you from sectors. So that this year, whatever God has uh, ordained for you, you can receive it in Jesus' name. We also saw that God encountering, uh, Moses encountering God, uh, I mean the Israelites, God made something spectacular. He revealed himself in the form of cloud and also in the form of fire. And it's not different in our days. In the New Testament, when Jesus told them that you go and wait before him, in Acts chapter 2, verse 1 going, and they were waited for the pouring of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit came in the form of what? Wind, and also what? Fire. This year, may this fire and wind be your portion. There are some wind that when they blow, they blow off anything which is bad. I pray that this wind will blow in my life, blow in your life. So that whatever would distort you from receiving what, or disturb you from receiving what God has ordained for you, may that thing be blown off in Jesus' name. And may that fire that candles revive your spirit and soul so that you can be alive to receive whatever God has for you. This year, I'm believing God that God will bless us with enormous blessings. And there is a secret. You cannot what exhibit what God or demonstrate God, what God has given you without first receiving it spiritually. Whatever appears physically comes from the spirit. That is why this year we must see to it that spiritually we are well grounded. Hallelujah. We are all well grounded. 
we have that strong fellowship with the Holy Spirit so that whatever is poured in us can be seen. Hallelujah. And this morning, I'm here to tell you that Jesus Christ is the embodiment of God's glory. Jesus Christ is the embodiment of God's glory. When we look at what we read in Exodus chapter 23, 33 verse 21 to 22, God told Moses, and the Lord continued, look, stand near me on this rock. As my glorious presence pass by, I will hid you in the creek of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. There is a place at my side. There is a rock. And as you stand there, I will hide you in what? A rock, a crevice. And as much as you hide there, though I have told you that you cannot see my face and leave, I will cover you in that cliff. However, when my face passes, I will take off my hand so that you can see me. Hallelujah. The Bible says the name of the Lord, of, of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and he is safe. This rock that God was talking about to Moses was not any other rock than Jesus Christ our Lord. He is the very rock that God was referring to. You can never see the glory of God if you are not seen in Christ Jesus. It only takes people who find themselves in the Lord, our Lord Jesus, to experience the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. Peter said, you are the Christ. Upon this rock, I will build my church and the gate of hell shall never prevail against it. This is the statement of Jesus. After uh, what Paul and uh, Peter said, you are the Christ. And Jesus said, upon this rock, you are called rock, but not you rock, not you Peter. I'm not talking about the small, small rock. I'm talking about myself. The rock, the Petra, that upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall never prevail against it. So what Jesus is trying to tell them, he is referring to this very statement that God told Moses. If you are not found standing on the rock, then anything at all can blow you off. But when you are found standing on the rock, I tell you, let the wind blow. Let the storm rise. As far as you stand on Jesus Christ, who is the rock of our salvation, you will survive whatever wind that will blow. So Jesus one time was talking to the people and he said, 
Who is the wise man? The wise man is the one who take, who built his house on what? The rock. And he said the wind will blow. The storm would what? Will also come. But because this person is firmly established on the rock, nothing will affect it. But those who will not, who, that, oh, excuse me, who are the foolish, are those who did not build their, their, their building on the rock, but rather on the sand. And the Bible said the wind came, and, the, and what, the water came, and the whole building fell. And how great is the fall. This year, there are two things that God is about doing. Some people, anybody who is not found on the rock will be blown off. But those who will be firmly rooted on the rock, let the wind blow. Let the storm come. They will still be standing firm. Hello? Are you here with me? I'm not here to frighten you. I'm only here to tell you the truth. And I believe you as a Christian, we are firmly rooted in the, in the, on the rock. And he's saying that so far as we, be, we believe in he who is the rock, he will hide us in what? In that clevis. Hallelujah. He will hide you. That tower, he will hide you in it. So as we are here, we, God is hiding all of us in him. When you are found in him, you are secure. But when you are found outside him, then know that there is danger ahead. I'm not talking well, eh? Jesus is that rock. And Jesus is that crevice. Whoever is found on the rock is hidden in that crevice. Whoever is not found on the rock is outside the tower. Anything at all can happen. But in this room, I pray that we'll all be found on the rock and be hidden in that tower. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, once you are a member of this room, I pray that you will be hidden in that strong tower. It's a tower that is able to protect. It's a tower that is able to save us. Hallelujah. The wind may blow. Some sicknesses may come. Some things may happen. People will be kidnapped. People will be killed. But you, because you are hidden in that strong tower, you'll be saved and protected. You'll be saved and protected. I'm not prophesying. I'm only preaching. So that somebody will capture it and put it in YouTube. Pentacles pastor PIWC Dansuma says that people will be killed. People will be done this. I'm not that type of people. Are you hearing me? I'm only preaching God's word. You hear me? I'm only preaching, presiding. You are here. You are my witness. I, I didn't say I'm prophesying. I'm only preaching what? God's word. Hallelujah. Provided you abide in him, you are saved. 
Provided you abide in him, you are what? Saved. You are firmly saved. There is nothing that can draw you from him because you are in him. John chapter 14 verse 20 says something. He said, when I'm raised to life again, you will know that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. After I have risen from the dead, after I have been crucified, buried, and resurrected the third day, then you will know that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, and you are in me. So where are you hidden? We are hidden in Christ. Hallelujah. Our life is hidden in him. I'm in Christ and Christ is in God. So where I am, I am really hidden in that glory. That glorious power of God. I am hidden in him. Therefore, nothing can penetrate through and snatch me. This year, no matter the troubles, no matter what will happen, I'm here to declare to you that you are hidden in Christ and also in God. And nothing can snatch you out of Christ. And nothing can snatch you out of God. So when we are talking about the glory of God, Jesus Christ is the embodiment of God himself. He is the explicit image of God. He is the image of God. And we are hidden in that image. So whatever, once you are hidden in him, whatever is in him is my portion. Hallelujah. If there is life in him, then I also have life. Tell your brother or sister that you also have life. If death couldn't conquer him, then it means that things may come but those things cannot conquer me. Hallelujah. If in him are the goodness of God, then once I'm hidden in him, I, there is nothing whatsoever that can prevent me from enjoying that goodness. All you need is to be hidden in him. Be hidden in Christ. And as you are hidden in him, I, I didn't know how them. So you don't follow after miracles. You don't go following prophets to pray for you and to anoint you. You are already in it. So you are made up of those things. Any kind of goodness. Is it riches you want? Is it what? The goodness, prosperity you want? Is it life you want? Is it healing you want? Whatever you need this year, you are already in it. Tell your brother you are already in it. Because you are hidden there. And once you are hidden there, you are secured and protected. Some of you, you are afraid of tomorrow. Leave tomorrow to think about yourself. Tomorrow issues have been done already. All you need to do is keep living in there. Keep 
hidden yourself in Christ. And as you do it, whatever God has purpose for your life will surely, surely come to pass. Look into the face of your brother or sister. Whatever God has told you that is your portion will surely come to pass. He will never fail you. He will surely honor his word. Ah, 2019, you live some part of the, of the year not working because you are sacked and you think that is all. That is the end of your life. I'm here to tell you the better job is coming. The better job and the well-paid job is ahead of you. If only you believe it, receive it. Let it be your portion. Hallelujah. Some of you, you will not even write application. You will be there and they will come and call you. Say, there is this job here. Come and do it. That is the kind of God we serve. All you need is be hiding, be hidden in him. And as long as you are in him, anything good about you shall surely come to you. Hallelujah. Jesus is the embodiment of God's glory. We saw it during his birth. When the angels came to Mary and said, the power of the most high God, the spirit of the most high God shall come upon you and you shall conceive and that thing shall be holy. God himself, who is the glorious God who walked with the people of Israel, now came to himself. The Lord, in the case of Moses, they couldn't see my face. They can't see me and leave. But now, I want to do something special. I want to have a close relationship with human beings. I want men to see me, identify me, that I am the very being. So he came down and took upon himself flesh so that we can see him. Hallelujah. So if you want to see God, you want to see God, you are praying that I want to see God, there is no God anywhere that you should seek for. You must Know that the Jesus that you know, that Peter and the rest saw his face. They ate with him. They walked with him. They did whatever they want to do with him. Is the very God that came. Hallelujah. He is the very God that came. So if we want to see God's glory, then we must seek and desire to know Christ the more. Tell your brother, seek to desire to know Christ the more. The more you seek to know him, the more his glory is shown unto you. Therefore, Paul said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. That I may know him. This Christ that revealed himself unto me at Damascus. When I was pursuing the disciples to kill, I want to know him. I want to have an encounter with him. I want to see him face to face. Hallelujah. And the power of his resurrection. So if there is something you must seek for, then you must seek for Christ. This year, those who will seek for Christ, desire to walk with Christ Jesus, God will also show his glory unto them. You can never seek the glory of God outside Christ. The glory of God is now residing in what? Christ Jesus. Therefore, at a point in time, when we was talking to the Pharisees, 
He told them that before Abraham, I was. I was the very God that was moving with your fathers that you disrespected. Now I have come into the flesh and yet they, they respected him. But to us, this year, we will give our whole being to this, our Lord Jesus Christ. And he will show forth his mind in our life. If you believe that, you say, Amen. So, Jesus is the very glory of God that we must sought for. Hallelujah. At a point in time, they were demanding about God that show us the Father. And Jesus told them, so I have moved with you all this while. So you've not seen the Father. You want to see God. Show us the God that you came to proclaim about his kingdom. And it was, so I have moved with you. I have done with you. Eh? If possibly, we went to the same swimming pool and, and swim with you. You saw my whole body. I was only wearing what? Swimming jacket. You saw me swimming with you. We sailed on the river uh, uh, Galilee. When the storm blew, I made, I showed forth my power a bit. By coming the storm and letting the wind stop. I've moved with you with all this thing, this way. And you are still requesting that I should show you the Father. That is how some of us live. We are with Christ. But we are still seeking for another Christ. We are seeking for another Christ somewhere. We are seeking for another glory somewhere. Meanwhile, we have this Christ with us. I pray that you will come to this awareness that this Christ is already with you. Hallelujah. Christ in you. If you have Christ, you have hope. It's not only for the future, but now. Also now, you have hope. You have this hope, this fullness of, of God's promises or whatever. You have it in you that indeed you are moving with the very God. So if you have him, why should you fear? Little children, that shall not fear. For he that liveth in you, is greater than the world in the world. Hallelujah. This Christ is living in us and he will forever be with us. Hallelujah. Therefore, I'm here to tell you that you must arise and shine for the glory is come. For your light is come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. And the verse 3 says that, And the Gentile shall come to this light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Arise and shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. It is time for us to shine. 
Because that light that has been promised has come. He's our Lord Jesus Christ. And that whoever accepts him, that glory is there to show forth. Hallelujah. So when Jesus also came, in John chapter 8, verse 12, he says that then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. That light that has been promised. I am that light. That glory that has been promised. I am that glory. Hallelujah. He said, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness. But shall have the light of life. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness. The light has come and that light is Jesus. Hallelujah. But all we need to do is to follow that light. This year that light is there to show us the way. If you follow that light carefully, you will never lose your providential way. The light is there to direct us. The light is there to lead us. The light is there to show forth his mysteries unto us. And for us to receive those things, we need to follow him. Hallelujah. We need to follow him. If you fail to follow him, you will continue to be in darkness. But you are not meant for darkness. You are meant for, to follow the light. Hallelujah. And as long as you follow that light, there is nothing, there is nothing that belongs to you that you will not receive. Hallelujah. So let's begin to follow that light. Let's follow him carefully. How do we follow him? By listening to his word and believing his word. We must listen to his word and believe his word. Act his word. Live his word. Do his will. And as we do these things, his light is there to lead us. Hallelujah. So Jesus, who is the radiance of God, has now come. And it takes those who will follow with him to be led. That light also represents wisdom. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that with wisdom, one is secured. We must seek for what? Wisdom. Wisdom, the wisdom, not the worldly type of wisdom, but the wisdom that is in the Lord. And that wisdom is the fear of the Lord. When you have the fear of the Lord, you have wisdom. Hallelujah. Let's always seek for wisdom. And wisdom will protect you. Wisdom will guide you. Solomon never asked for anything. He never asked for money, but he asked for wisdom. When you have wisdom, which is the light of man, you have everything. Though he asked for wisdom, 
But after acquiring wisdom, the Bible said that he was also blessed with what enormous riches. And even people from elsewhere do come just to observe the splendor of this wisdom. May God pour this light of wisdom into us. Hallelujah. This year is our year. This is my belief. This is my faith. So if you don't believe it or you've not started believing it, start believing it now. That this year is my glory. It's my year of glory. It's my year of greater things to happen. Unless after the disciples have walked with him and have seen this light, in Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, he said, Then Jesus, talking to the disciples, he said, Now you are the light of the world. Hallelujah. Now you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. You are the light of the world. Now Jesus is gone. But thank God, because we are hidden in him, we have this light in us. So Jesus will never come back down here again to reflect his light. If there is a light that should be reflected, is that Christ in you? God is expecting that this year we will reflect that light that is in us. That light of Christ, that wisdom of Christ that is in us. We should reflect it to our society. Wherever you find yourself, Know that you are a light placed there to reflect that glory of God. So you are a career of God's glory. I'm a career of God's glory. Wherever we go, it's expected of us to move with this glory. When people are in the office and they are doing those kind of things, you, you are there to reflect that light, to scare off the darkness that is going on there. There are a lot of darkness in our society. There are a lot of darkness in our homes. There are a lot of darkness at, in our job places. Even in governance, wherever you go, there is darkness everywhere. Even at the hospital. There are some monies they take they don't write. Oh, I have a, a, a concrete witness. My child was suffering and they had to give, do some surgery and we sent here to Kolebu. We paid almost 22000 eh? Half of the money, no receipt. But if indeed this glorious light is in you, you will reflect that light. Let's begin to reflect that light in our marriages, wherever we find ourselves. Some men are so wicked. Let me see the hands of husbands here. The husbands here, they are good. I'm one. Oh, I'm good, so I know you are good. Oh, just lift up your hands. Oh, lift up your hands. Wow. Oh, so we have a lot of unmarried. <laughs> God is expecting of us to reflect that light in our families. If you have that light in you, you will not be preempting divorce. So if you are here and you are thinking of divorcing your wife, 
you have backfired. Am I preaching? And you know of me, me, if I'm preaching, I don't like that shouting in the rest. Hello? If the need comes for shout, we'll shout. If you are here and you are thinking of divorcing, nobody told me anything. And say, hey, it's my case that pastor is talking about. I'm speaking the word of God to you. I don't have interest listening to people's wahala. Unless you come to me one and one. But none of you have come to me with such issues. Right? But if you are here and you are preempting, maybe it's God talking to you. Either you are a lady or a man thinking of divorcing your wife or husband. Change your mind. You are not reflecting a good light. But this year, stay glued with your wife and husband and reflect that light of love. Hello? Reflect that light of love. Reflect that light of what? Kindness. Reflect that light of mercy. Reflect that light of forgiveness. Hello? And to those of us who are not yet married, we must also reflect that light of the beauty of Christ. So if you are here, there's a gentleman who wants to be disturbing your peace. Tell me, you, you are darkness. <laughs> you devil, go away from me. It's quite a long time I heard that song. You devil, go away from me. Let's reflect the beauty of Christ Jesus. Let's reflect the righteousness of God. And as we do that, whatever God has promised us in his word shall surely come to pass because we are the light of the world. When our light becomes dim, we fill the world. The hope of this world, the hope of this world is us. So we shouldn't fill the world in this time of ours. For the whole creation of God are endlessly expecting the sons of God. Those who can reflect the true character of Christ Jesus. And I'm here to tell you, you are the one. Oh, you don't believe it. You are the one. You are the one to reflect that beauty of Christ to the world to see. Let people observe you. Let people look at you at the workplace and say, ah, ah, me here or your I quite remember when I was working. And no corruption ahead of me. Before me, unti Hello. And it came to time, even the one who is the boss, before he decides anything, he will consult me. Because he has seen something unique in me. May that spirit fill your heart and take charge. If you are the light, you have control over every situation. Wherever there is light, there is control. Isn't it? Wherever there is darkness, there is no control. But if you are light, it means that you have control. May God give you that upper hand to have control over situations. To have controls in, uh, uh, in your environment wherever you find yourself.
What are some of the things I'll rush through then we close? We must make conscious effort to create that environment to be in that glory. And the first thing for us to do is to pray. Somebody say prayer. Some of us will organize prayers in this room and they will never come. My daddy is living far off. Valley View. Kwabenya. Echireho. Echo San University of Resident. Ashasi University. Broadhall. But every evening, unless we don't organize any prayer, my dad and the mom and mom will be here. But the young ones, we are so busy than the word busy. The church will organize prayers and they won't come. Presiding and I will talk, 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 talk. I will talk, 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 and still they won't come. But this year, if you make prayer your habit, the glory of the Lord will shadow you. This year is a year that those who will pray will inherit the land. So make prayer your habit. Hallelujah. If only we want to see that tangible glory of God. So we must make prayer our habit. Jeremiah chapter 39 verse 13 says, We must seek, look for me with all your heart and he will be found. It means that God is prepared to show forth himself to all his children if only we seek for him. We must seek for him in what? Prayers. And also we must fear God as I have said already. Living in righteousness. Without righteousness, it is impossible to see God. And Hebrews chapter 1 verse 9 said, Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, then the Lord your God has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above your fellows. We must love righteousness. If we want to excel, we want to see the glory of God this year, then we must do what? We must live a righteous life. For sin, oh sin, even when you are hidden in your room, it's trying to attack you. Uh-huh. But it takes you to yield to it or not. But those who walk with the Lord in that manner, the good Lord will also show forth himself. We must also walk in faith. Somebody say faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. And it's expected of they that come to him to believe that he exists and he is the rewarder of those who sought for him. Hallelujah. We must believe in the Lord. Have faith in him. Situations may want to change your mind, but still hold fast to your faith. Be firm. And with faith, you will survive. Hallelujah. Also, we must seek to walk in the Spirit, in the Holy Spirit. 
We may seek the guidance of the Holy Spirit any time, any moment. Never get out from your house without asking for the Spirit of God to be with you. And to end it, whoever does this will survive this year. This year will be a glorious year for us. And it's my prayer and expectation that the glory of the Lord will be your portion. As far as you are found hidden in him. May everything that God has promised you be your portion. Whatever vision you have set for yourself this year, may all those things come to pass. For the word of the Lord said, the expectations of the righteous shall never be cut off. May your expectation never be cut off this year. May it be realized in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. When you nyamashe osu roni asa when you nyamashe when you nyamashe osu Well, 